Hi, this is Danielle Harris, and you're listening to The Skeleton Crew. Hey, you. This is city property. No trespassing. What are you, deaf? Don't try that Halloween shit with me. All right. I'm on the telephone to the police right now. Don't you even think about leaving. Welcome, boneheads. It is here once again, the iconic classic, The Skeleton Crew Horror Podcast. The podcast that will tickle your funny bone and have you screaming for more. Exclusively at Horrorphilia.com with your trio of numbskulls, Dave Z. Hot as leather. You know how he says that at the end? He goes, we're hot as leather. Jamie Jenkins. I, 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 I like it. And Alex Edwards. Yeah, asshole. Woo! You are now entering the bone zone. Here it is, guys. We have all been through a very long journey, but we are at the end. I still can't believe we're at the end. We were through the thick of it for the last two reviews, and now here we are. The movie that this whole retrospective has been leading up to, we said it a million times, we're reviewing all the Phantasm movies leading up to the brand new Phantasm Five Ravager. That just came out last week. Can't believe it. We wanted to give you guys some time to watch it. That's why we didn't release it the next day like we normally do. It has nothing to do with our scheduling. We did this out of good faith. So here we are. I am with Jamie Jenkins. What's up, Jamie? Um, Still with the last name. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> It's just that flow. It's just the JJ thing. It just rolls off the tongue easier. You know? I know. But I am, yeah, I am here and I am looking forward to this. Yes. Um, and the man with the balls drilling in his head, Dave Z. Ayo. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I'm still Why didn't Z-ing. I have balls drilling in my head? Uh, can you? Would you mind if they were slapping against your chin? Ah, oh, that'll work. Because we can make that happen. Hey, Dave, I noticed that uh, on the on the <laughs> on the last ABCs, you did the AO too. Are you doing that because Banana Laser is back and it's okay? I guess so. Did you even intend to do that, or was it just a just sort of a a, a subconscious thing? I, I, I think it's subconscious. I really do. Cause wow. I, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't say it for the longest time, and now that I'm right. saying it again, I think it's just. You know, it's, it's coming out naturally, so that's good. It's because we're back. He's he feels like he feels like it's not sacrilegious now. Sacrilegious, that, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, well, yeah. Well, when it was in post mortem, I mean, uh, I couldn't do it. But now that post mortem, wait, what, is, am I saying that right? Oh, you mean uh, forget about it? I thought you were talking about that podcast. Forget it. Okay, <laughs> forget it. I, no, you make perfect. He sense. thought you meant postmortem radio. The podcast. I thought you said when I was on postmortem. I wasn't on postmortem. I thought you were talking about the podcast that's on horrorphilia. 
<laughs> oh, wow, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Well, when I was on post, I thought you were calling Exploding Heads post-mortem. That's what I thought you did, like you fucked up. <laughs> he was about to jack you up, son. Post-mortem? <laughs> that's funny, though. So you you meant it in the right the right frame, which is good for you. Nice, yeah. Hey, look at me. I'm actually my vocabulary is extending up ab- above and the or that and things like that. So <laughs> you did I'm really getting... good last show. I listened today, and you said something that was a uh, really good last show. Yeah, I did. I remember. What was and it? I, and of course, I forgot already. But... I think I had like four syllables. <laughs> I don't know, but we gave you props. That's all I know. We all gave you props for it. Oh wow, thanks. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, after three years, Jamie's finally rubbing off on me. <laughs> I've been trying to rub off on you. Oh, wait, what? Ooh, wow. Oh, you, you could have gone, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's stopping you? Yeah, why'd you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Dave's a cock blocker. He keeps getting all the action. <laughs> what can I say? I got a big bone. <laughs> he has a bone to pick with you. <laughs> Brian's going to have a bone to pick with me in a minute. If I don't shut up. <laughs> Jamie, why don't you sit on my lap? We'll talk about the first thing that pops up. Alright, well, it is the Phantasm 5 show, guys. Um, I just want to say this before we even start. It, as I was watching, when it ended, I actually sat through all of the credits just to make sure that they said something about Angus Grimm. And they actually... It, it got to a point where it looked like they were not gonna. And if they didn't say that, I would have been surprised. Yeah, so why not? Let's get right to it. Could be a long review because when you're wrapping up, and I, I assume we're wrapping this franchise up. I, if they continue beyond this guy's death, I am not going to support it in any way, shape, or form. They won't. There's no way. Well, uh, so let's begin the review after this. What's up, Skeleton Crew? This is Jerry from Kill the Cast, and I just wanted to let you know that I am about to win an award, all because of you. I am currently running through your entire back catalog, and the Guinness Book of World Records said that they would give me an award if I finish it without killing myself. So wish me luck. Of course, it should be pretty easy since you're a podcast of such lordly caliber. I mean, Alex, you're a wizard behind the scenes, which kind of makes up for you actually talking on this podcast. And Jamie, I mean Jaws and Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, that pretty much makes you a perfect person. Which makes me wonder, are, are you even real? Alex, did you create her with some kind of like weird science bullshit? And let's get to Dave Z. Even though you sound like someone who would rob me while I'm in New York, you do so much for the community that I'm not even mad at you for putting the idea to marathon this show in my head. So thank you guys for all that you do. All this free entertainment and all that you ask from us is that we do not hunt you down and put your heads on spikes. It means a lot. It really does. So keep up the great work. You're teaching me exactly what I should not be doing in podcasting, and I love you guys for it. All right. I did what you said, Jason. Now you better keep your end of the bargain to produce my Halloween H2O sequel, The Watery Ghost of Michael Myers, the night he went swimming. Just think about it. It'll be the perfect mixture of Jaws and Halloween. We could even film it down at the Jersey Shore. Producer Pete, what did I tell you about when these guys start rambling on on these voicemails? Just to cut them off. 
You can just edit the whole damn thing. Just cut it off once it gets weird. Jersey Shore, uh, Halloween underwater. Like, what are, what are we playing? Don't you think people are nodding off here? They're falling asleep listening to this crap. Just get to the compliments. Once they stop complimenting us, cut them off. I already said that a hundred times. And if they say anything bad about me, take that out. So what was that whole thing about my production makes up for when I talk? What are you, deaf? Try that Halloween shit with me. Take that mask off. You don't scare me. And find out who this guy is. If he wants to go to the Jersey Shore, that's, that's pretty close to me. I don't want him anywhere near me. I don't want this guy near me. Find out where he lives. Find out everything about him. Jerry something kill the cast. Find out about him. God! When I stole you from Banana Laser, I thought you had some brain. No wonder why they placed you with Mahoney. By the way, where is Mahoney? I'm hungry. Phantasm 5, 2016. Here we are, five movies later. We went through every single Phantasm. There is plenty to say about this movie. Uh, I think the overall consensus that I I imagine a lot of people have is that it's, it's borderline confusing. And I'm kind of mad. I was going to actually read the Wikipedia of this movie to actually figure out what we're watching um, with this whole transition type thing, I tried to figure it out, and I feel like I got the vibe, and I feel like the vibe is the same as all of these movies, where you're not almost, you're almost not supposed to understand anything, and uh, you're just supposed to go for the ride. But I, I really wish I could pinpoint what's happening. When he keeps jumping back and forth from being young and recapping to being old and storytelling and keep waking up in that bed and immediately like getting pulled down a hall like when mike goes to visit him and he just drags him he says come on we have to go and he walks right into the war zone again which is the tall man's world like what am i missing or do you guys not know what's happening well uh, you want to spoil it right away? It's all explained in the end, as far as I'm concerned. And, and, and honestly, why don't you look at why don't you look at parts two, three, and four if you want to talk about being confused? I mean, this is more of the same, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, all right. I thought you were saying just this movie. I'm like, well, this is par for the course in this. No, sense. no, I said it's the same thing. Oh, but what, then how come you're questioning it at this point? Uh, I'm not. 
I was just saying that. Uh, <laughs> wasn't he, Jamie? No, well, <laughs> I was wondering if you guys knew what I didn't know. I think he was saying, he was asking what we got from right. this. Oh. I think it's totally on par. Uh, I'm just wondering what you got from it. Oh, well, it's it's really explained at the end as far as I'm concerned. I'm glad they found a way to do At least I think when we get there, we'll know. I am uh, curious to see when we get there what you yeah. guys think. I don't think we think the same thing. I'm just uh, I don't think shit. we did. If we don't, it's going to it's going to ruin the movie for me. Well, because... <laughs> OK, then I'm sorry. I will bow and I will. <laughs> I, no, I want to ruin the movie for you. No, no, no. This discussion is going to. <laughs> it's not I have to talk to other people about this movie and this is the first chance I've had so by might the even be wrong about that it's just a, that's just a, something that I got from a very brief statement that you made way earlier in a text conversation um and you didn't go into very specific details so I'm just thinking that but you know I could be wrong maybe we do think the same thing but you know we'll find out yeah we will yeah we don't want to spoil it right away do we Alex uh, I don't know. Will it hurt the the review if we talk about it in the perspective of knowing? Wouldn't that be the normal way to talk about it? Like, I might actually say better things if I knew what it, what's happening here. Well, I think it's kind of obvious when you, uh, without coming right out and saying it, when, when you see somebody in a bed and two people on either side of them, or not even the, actually, the second person being there doesn't even make sense. But scratch that aside, that could have been in his mind because that's the answer. It's yeah, but then he mind. was, but then he was in the car at the end of the movie again. He can't dr dream while he's dead. Who said he's dead? Maybe he, he's, okay, why can't he dream while he's dead? Maybe that's his next existence. Or maybe that's just a – it's just going to go on, and that's just what we're seeing as the as the viewer. Just in other words, they didn't want to have it be a somber ending completely, so why not have a little bit of that stuff at the end, especially when they pick up the other girl, which is completely out of left field. It could only be in somebody's head, I think. Okay, here's the here's, – uh, this is killing me. The, the um, one, I really like the way we jump back and forth in this movie. You know, it's like we, we're in the home, we're with the tall man, we're in Mike, then we're in the home, then we're with the tall man and Mike. I love how he plays with reality. And is this real? Is this not real? Is this real? Is this not real? You know, um, and he does it very well in several specific scenes. Like when you see the doctor and the two nurses on the lawn at the end and then you're yeah, then he like, shoot it. They're, they're soldiers. Yeah. He finally gets his four barrel shotgun after the after talking about <laughs> it for the whole freaking movie. And then it finally <laughs> shows up and then there's soldiers all of a sudden. Right. Um, and then it's just you no, know, it's very back and forth. However, and then it kind of makes you wonder. Is he just batshit crazy? Has he, uh, because he's been diagnosed with dementia, is this all in his ravaged mind? You know, is this... Ah, ravager! Is this all <laughs> playing through a the mind of a demented old man? You or know, is his um, brain just bl blasted to oblivion? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what? Or, or is it just two? <laughs> oh my god um that was bad i hope people actually get that joke but... or is it just from 1979 no, <laughs> uh, um but yeah. i think there's one thing that or at least my thought about this the way i wrap my head around it is alternate universe and 
I I really like the idea of playing with him being demented, but I actually think it's all real. I think it's all real, but on several different levels. And I think that comes home at the end when little dude comes crawling back through the portals and Reggie is nowhere around. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Since we said all this, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> just, just, just so, cause, you know, with a movie like this, I think a walkthrough is very fitting because uh, it just works better, I think, when, when it comes to these trippy type movies. That way we could follow on some level and your brain is not going to be uh, mush by the end. As for my point of view, although I was, I was confused, but not to the point where I gave up on it in any kind of way. So what I'm trying to say is, I had a great time watching this movie, and when it ended, I felt it was too abrupt, and I could have done another 30 minutes. That's how that's how into this I was, and it, I thought it was a great, great time. Wow. Great ending? I, I can't... I'm not going to sign off on that just yet. I'd like to bounce these things, I think, off of you guys and see what you feel and all that kind of stuff. But I had a, a great time watching. So I have three phantasms in a row. I've had a great time watching. So uh, what do you? What did you guys overall? What's the overall consensus on this one? Get it, Dave. Uh, I had a great time too. <laughs> I, I did. I I, uh, I love the way it starts off. I'll tell you one thing. Right off the bat, it reminded me of Part Four. It was like it picked up because they're in the desert, right? Mm-hmm. They show desert shots. I'm like, oh, this is. They're smart for doing that because they give the little recap and they do that and, uh, but yeah, I, I I had a I had a real good time with it. Now the ending is where it's going to get confusing because, th- you know what I said about the ending or what I'm going to say that makes it easier for me to explain a lot of things and and it's a good way to end the series. Now if that isn't true, then like when when the credits hit. My first thought was, what the fuck? That's this. I, I don't see this as as an ending. This this is just another movie. Then, the next day, the more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This was an ending. This didn't really happen, and that's why it makes sense. So now I'm back to square one. But either way, <laughs> I I enjoyed it no matter what. I had a good time with it. There was only maybe 10 minutes of the entire movie where it got a little bit too action-y for me. But aside from that, there is not a weak entry in this series. Every one of these movies in this series, there's only one great one. Wait, what about part two? I gave part two a 3.5. But, like I said, the first half was confusing. The second half was boring. The third act kicked Oh, eggs, yeah, that third act you liked. Made the movie. But, uh... I still gave it a 3.5, but the thing is, none of, one of these movies is great, and the rest of them, none of them are, they're all better than average. So that that's a pretty solid series, man. Yeah, who would have thought? Like, this is like, this is a, we should have a contest. Like, what is the most forgotten great horror franchise? It would be between this, Psycho, Sleepaway Camp. You know, like, there's a lot of franchises that nobody gives a shit about. Children and- of Corn. Oh, well. <laughs> puppet Master? Wow, I was just going to say Puppet Master. Holy shit. Amityville. Yeah, are you guys joking at this point? Or? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, with this one more critters. Yeah, nobody talks about that. Coolies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody talks about Nightmare on Elm Street either. Nobody ever talks about Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, we should get into Friday the Thirteenth. What's that? What's that series you say? Uh, it's about like it's just this, I guess a scary day of the year. Like if it, if a Friday uh, if a, the Thirteenth lands on a Friday, uh-huh. it's uh, bad luck or something. And... Oh, so it's a magic series that's about bad luck, like Ouija or some shit. Well, I don't know what the significance is, but uh, years ago, this kid drowned on that day. He was born on that day, too, I think. I don't even know. But then his mom killed people on that day, like a massacre. Also with a slasher. Yeah, and then he came back to life, or he never died? I'm I'm totally confused, but... Can't be more confusing than this series. Yeah, I mean, I really got to put more time into those movies to really figure it out, but... So this guy just eventually kills people, like, on Friday 13th. Wow, let's do a retrospective. How many are there? Um, well, eight in the original series. Then another company took over, and they did, like, uh, three weird ones. And he met Freddy Krueger, actually, in the, in the last of those. And then they did a remake. So, 12? Wow. Yeah. Cool, let's do it. Who's Freddy Krueger? <laughs> When you go to sleep. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. When you go to sleep. <laughs> Brilliant. Which I almost did. Ooh. Oh, you almost did during my explanation. I know. No, <laughs> no, no, no. During That's what I got. Movie. I, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, I hate it. I hate it, guys. Like, I hate to say it. I do. I was so bored with this movie. What? In the in the big in the middle, like I liked the end. I thought that was cool. It picked. I I kind of got back into it. I love the beginning. Like my favorite scene in the whole movie is the very beginning where Reggie gets his car back from the guy who stole his car. Oh, and, and he says, "Get the fuck get the out of my car. fuck out of my car." You know, I was like, "Yeah!" Like I loved that shit. You know, and then I love the bouncing back and forth that we did. But then in the middle, I was just like, "Why the hell is this movie still going?" Oh, I just wanted it to be over. I kept checking. I kept making Brian stop the movie so I could go. I was like, just stop the movie. I have to go get something to drink. And then I have to that, go make a sandwich. I'm like, how much time is left? And he's like, this much. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And I like, and then I was like, uh, he's like, I had to get up again. And he's like, you want me to pause it? And I was like, no, don't bother. And it just, I was so, like, I could have poked myself in the eyes. I just wanted it to be over. And, um, but Shit, then by the time we got to the end, I, I was back into it and like, I, I liked it again. I, I, so I, I, I liked I, it I, I again. Liked it. <laughs> but that middle, that whole middle part can piss up a rope. I am so wow. not, did not give one little bit of a damn about it. Oh, I can't wait to actually get to this. And have you your... I, I know I'm sorry, but, um, there were things I really did like about it. Like I liked the purple dress chick coming back. I, Love yeah. that car thing in the beginning. I, um, I loved all the. It just felt very repetitive to me, and like we weren't going anywhere. Uh oh, not that again. Like part four and part three. And uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, yeah. To be honest, it felt like more of the same. And I'm like, we've done this already. Why do I have to keep doing this? Why do? And then, but it was within the same movie. It was just the same shit over and over again. I'm like, why am I doing this still? Why is this still happening? Why is this still going? 
Can we please get to the end? And when we actually, oh. I can't help it. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. But if you recall, I never wanted the sequel to begin with. I did not want. Me and Dave did. We thought it was an absolute necessary. I was not excited about it. I did not want to watch it. I was not. Well, I wasn't why. looking oh. forward to it. Oh. I, I was. I. It was a have to. It was not a want to. Wow, I couldn't wait to watch it. I was gonna. Usually, <laughs> I watch. Seriously, I usually watch the night before or the day of a review because you know my memory is shit. As soon as we got this thing available to us, I watched it two nights ago because I couldn't wait to fucking sit down and watch it. I was excited, legitimately excited, and I I enjoyed the ride. Like I said, the only time I checked out was in the middle during action because for me, I only get bored during action sequences, which makes no sense. But that's just I. I don't get into them. So there was like 10 minutes of action when they got into that malicious shit. They were running around. That's yeah, I was totally yeah, I checked out. out. I, I couldn't even tell you really what happened at that point because I was mentally checked out. But they went back there and forth was, so much it didn't matter. I know there was a midget. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Brian actually knows more about what happened in that. And that, and he was not, he was, he did, he wanted to watch it even less than I did. But he actually, um, he actually knows more about that part because I was just gone. I was like mentally not even there. What is going on in that house? I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do. I did say that I do want to watch it again. I want to give it another chance. Now that I know how it ends, I'm thinking I might be able to go back and really, and finally get some enjoyment out of it. It was so repetitive. I don't, did you guys not feel like it was repetitive? One other thing, though, is that I think it was painfully obvious that Coscarelli was missing. No, he no, he supposedly wrote this. He, he wrote to... it, yeah, but that has nothing to do with the direction. Oh, that yeah, you could tell he didn't direct it. Yeah, he, no, I David Hartman. While I believe he put his heart and soul into this, while I believe he really wanted to do it, is I mean, you, it's not the same. The cinematography is not the same. The it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah, they should have got Dean Cundey. Wow. I, did, <laughs> I didn't, I, I just didn't, uh, plus it honestly, it looked like crap. What? I mean, uh, no, some, I agree with the CGI. Only the, the CG screen. sometimes. The CG yeah. looked bad and the whole thing, I mean, cause it was shot on video. The whole thing looks like a TV movie. It looked wow. really bad. I thought it looked great. Holy shit. I was, I was expecting shit. I was expecting it to look shitty because I knew the way they filmed it. And it was over the past, how many years, eight years and filmed on weekends. So I was expecting it to look like an asylum movie or some shit. Then I watched it, and right off the bat, like I said, when they show the desert scenes, it yeah, looked, you can see every rock. It looked just like part four. Like it picked right. I go, okay, this is just like part four. That that's that's the vibe they should have, and that's the vibe I got for like half the movie. And I was like, I was surprised at how good it looked, except for some of the shoddy CGI, which like, I'm not going to deny. But whatever. The worst of it is the 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 green screen behind them. The one time is when the thing Jamie pointed out when those nurses and the doctor or whatever were behind them in the mental institution. Then he turns and, he, and Mike's on the other side in in the war battle zone looking shit. And that is such uh, such a clear obvious green screen with a fake background. I, I don't even know what to make of it. And what really looked terrible were the balls. They looked like oh, something like from from a t- like you said t- TV sci-fi something like that. They they actually looked better in the seventies. And the reason oh, yeah. why 
is because supposedly they hired a believe it or not, I think I don't know if there's a joke or not. They hired a baseball pitcher to throw these things and then they just put them in slow motion or something like that when they when they made the original movies and stuff. So those were actually real true to life balls and this one was clear fake like shit that you you have like a low budget person do. Did you guys notice that or, or my no, how could you not? I mean it was the first time you see them when they're on the road. Yeah. The first time you see the balls, it's just like, ah oh, fuck. You know, and you, and then I knew I was mentally prepared for the rest of them throughout the <laughs> film to look that bad because I'm like, okay, so this is what we're dealing with here. Um now, I mean, you know, budget is budget and all that, but Phantasm, the original Phantasm had like a seventeen dollar budget. It looked fantastic. This one was just I just did not think it looked good at all. I mean, there okay, there were some interesting visuals at a couple of points. But uh, overall, I just was not pleased with the way it looked. When you see the desert and the road, you could see every single pebble on that road. It was so sharp and clear. And even when Reggie looked old, he looked really old. I think it was because it was so good looking. And all that yeah. kind of stuff. But the only time, I think all the true shots looked amazing. But all the rest, like the CGI and the green screen, oh my god. I was like, you know, I, I'm not even picky like that. I try to not, I try to suspend disbelief, but holy shit. They uh, did not go all out. Whatever company they, they picked to do that kind of thing was it was a wrong choice. It, it wasn't, it was bad, but hold on, let me, let me say something. When I saw the balls... And they were flying, and I'm like, okay, they're CG balls. That's the time we're in. What can we do? I, 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 that didn't surprise me. I wasn't thrilled, but you know, I'm along for the ride because this is 2016, and if you're not big budget, your CGI is probably not going to be great. So I, I just I accepted it. But that's that's just modern times. I mean, look at a slasher from the 70s or the 80s, and you know, somebody getting stabbed and, and, and blood coming out looks a million times better than CGI blood squirts now. It's just Sadly, it's the time we're in. It wasn't it's as cheaper, bad. As, and it, it takes yeah. less time to do. Yeah, but I've seen worse in modern day movies, much worse. Well, so, I, I mean, will agree. I will agree with that as well. I will. I just don't think it's on par with the rest of the series. And to me, that is a blow. I mean, it it's kind of disheartening to come to the what you know is going to be the final sequel of this series. Like this is it. There is no more. And when you know that that's the case, for it to not even come close to looking as good as the other films, and I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I mean, even apart from the quality, it's just that his direction is not Coscarelli direction. It just isn't. Yeah. You know, remember those cunt shots I was talking about? You know. Yeah, those <laughs> um, pretty, those pretty <laughs> cunt pictures of the, the cunt. Um, <laughs> you get when the cunt, like some really pretty shots of the cunt. You get when the cunt, like some really pretty shots of the cunt. You get when the cunt, like some really pretty shots of the cunt. You get when the cunt, like some really pretty shots of the cunt. It just, it just the framing is not the same. The, I, it just didn't feel the same. And I thought it was, I had forgotten, honestly, till the end of the film that Coscarelli did not direct it. And uh, I knew that going in, like forever, you know, 
years ago. I knew he wasn't going to be doing it, but I had forgotten that. And I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, what the hell happened to him? Like, this does not look like one of his movies. Why didn't he direct? He could have directed all of them. Why not do the very last one? I don't know. Because um, it was, the way it was constructed, that's why. You know. It was... Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Because there was the way it was, It because it took so Okay, can you guys fill this all in? Because I am not privy to this information of this eight-year thing. What is this? It took eight years to film this? I can't say exactly. Being put on the spot, I don't know. All I know is that I've been hearing stories that it's been going on and in the making. And there's articles all over the place saying that it was, and I don't know if it's eight years or how many years, but it's been, you know, it's it's to the best of my knowledge, it's gone over a period of time. And it's just been, it was going to be a web series is what it was supposed to be. Really? Yeah, it was going to be a web series, and they were just filming a little bit here and a little bit there, and then they ended up, I don't know how and why, but they ended up making it the last movie. So, You know what that tells you? That tells you that all these guys are are really passionate and are, these are the kind of, these are good people because clearly all of them are getting scale every single time they do one of these movies. So... Like, I don't know, maybe their careers are not, like, booming, or uh, whatever the case, they're all willing to come back here for almost nothing, all, every time. And and, and you could say from the mid-80s to the late-80s to the late-90s to 20 years from that, and they're still coming back for nothing. They're coming back for nothing. And, like, there are some people who wouldn't reprise roles because, for example... And I hate to diss her because we interviewed her and she was very cool with us and everything. But Daniel Harris said even at friggin' 16 years old, she wouldn't reprise her role as Jamie Lloyd because they were only going to pay her scale. Well, she had a career. And and people that these guys, when do you see those guys? This is all they have. Of course they're going to do it. Yeah, but there's also, I mean, if you love now. If you love something and you truly respect something, then you will do that. If you have a career, then, you know, your career is paying your way through. You do something like this out of love. You know, or you reprise an old role out of love and out of respect for what put you where you are. Something she does not have. I, I guess she doesn't because she didn't do it. You know, I mean, like, for example, like, you wouldn't you at some point you say to yourself, well, listen, we're all going to be dead. Does it really matter if I got paid an extra 300 bucks this weekend? Shouldn't. I mean, if you're getting shafted, if everybody else on the production is getting paid, like, really top dollar, and you're getting shafted, then that's one thing. You know, you fight for what you deserve to get. But if this is a production that's being made out of pure love of the game like pure love of the film whatever it happens to be and they're like hey look we really love you we want you to come back and do this role and it'd probably be just for one day you know or if they want to to start you know um i mean usually if they just want like a cameo or or something you know can you do that i mean fuck it i'd do that shit for free if it was something that really meant something yeah it's a thank you to the fans honestly well, Daniel Harris was a kid. You can't raise a 16-year-old that's going to have adults in her ear telling her fucking, oh, you yeah. should be making more than scale. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I a guess 16-year-old, right. when I was 16, with, with, a, with a swelled head at all, are you fucking, forget about it. They'd be like, fuck you too. Yeah. 
Not that I'm trying to defend her, but I'm saying this is the mind of a 16-year-old, you know, with adults saying shit to her. It's it's kind of different. And these guys have nothing. This is all they have. They better do it. And as far as passion, let me just skip, not to change the subject, but the director here, I think he put his, uh, Jamie, you said it, he did put his heart and soul into it. This guy watched all these movies and is a fan of these movies and stayed true to them in every way. This isn't like... What's his name? Fucking Ronnie Yu, who didn't even watch Friday the 13th of Nightmare on Elm Street. It made that piece of shit fucking Freddy vs. Jason movie with no soul. This movie here has something going on. The guy that directed it loves Phantasm, and you can tell. That's yeah, that's one that of the things I like about something. it. That yeah. something. I'm just saying it's clear that Coscarelli was not behind the camera. It's oh, painfully obvious. But, um, but, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have the heart. I'm just saying he, he didn't have the skill, or rather, let me retract that and, and rephrase. The skill didn't show. He may well, have it, but it was not you. present when I was watching this film. Do you really think Phantasm 2 and 3 and 4 were special, technically? I, I could see part one. That's a Coscarelli. That's like his finest film. But do you really see that big of it? Like, I... I, I I don't you know, can all, watch- it always they all feel the same to me. I mean, there's always that that yeah. Well, I mean, which show was it when I was talking about the shots? It was part three, wasn't it, or or two? Three. It three. was okay. Yeah. So even in part three, I was talking about how the hit. I was a fan of the red background of yeah. you know his shots of his. Turn on the red lights. <laughs> That's true. I, I said anyway, the same that, thing. You're right. That I may be nitpicky. I may be picking about it, but I'm just saying perhaps I would have enjoyed it more if it had actually been him, if I could actually feel that it was him. But um, like I said, I'd forgotten it wasn't him. And then I was I was like, what the hell? Why? What? What is wrong? Something doesn't feel right. And then mm-hmm. it got to the end and Hartman's name popped up and I was like, ah, fuck, that's right. You know, I mean, it just I knew it um, without even knowing it, you know. OK, well, that's my that's. There's a question in the beginning I wanted to ask you guys. I, I This was in the beginning, so this is the time. Reggie said something about, I can use a rocket cock right about now. Is that what he said in the beginning? Yeah, I think that's what he said because I actually turned to Brian and said, what did he say? And he and that's what he said he thought he said. I don't know what the hell that means. No, no clue. I don't know. I thought maybe I misheard it and you guys were going to laugh at me and correct me. No, he said a rocket ship or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah I know. I don't know what he said. Why? Uh, what did he do right before he said that? I don't I remember now the context. It, it was before. It was right in the beginning. It was before they even had the recap. It was like, remember when Reggie was talking? He goes, I'm Reggie. And he did the, the, the Anyway, it was before um, the, he even got the car back. It was in the very beginning. But he said something about I can use a rocket cock right now. Right about now, he said. I don't know. I feel like I remember why he said it. It did make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what a rocket cock is. Is that a fucking uh, a dildo, a toy? I don't fucking know. I heard of a pocket pussy, but not a rocket cock. Pocket rocket. Pocket rocket. Yeah. All right. Well, he uh, is wandering around the desert, and um, he says it's good to be home, which I don't know why a guy who's lived his life would be happy to be back anywhere he is. Um, but, uh, so he's still in the good humor ice cream suit, which is funny. So, 
So the the probably one of the best sequences of the movie. I mean, this movie really <laughs> it starts off so gripping. It really, really starts off with a bang. He's talking about how some jackoff stole his cuda, um, and it's weird because even saying, even talking about this, it's almost like I don't even know. Are, are we to assume that um, he is immediately walking off of? Uh, for better, for lack of a better word, the set of part four, and he's right on to this. Is, like, are we to assume no time has passed? I don't know. So he expects his car to be there, even though it's twenty years after that. He's walking down the road, and some guy's beeping, and you hear the roar of an engine, and it, it has to be twenty feet away from him, and he can't hear it when he's when there's not a sound to be heard in the middle of the desert. Somehow he doesn't hear a guy beeping at him for a few seconds and he finally turns around and looks at him and the guy it's funny because the guy who stole his car he starts off as if he is so he has so much confidence and he's so badass hey asshole get the fuck out of the road this and that yeah didn't he sound like joe pesci when he first pulled up yeah, he's, he didn't sound like the guy we looked at when they finally got to him. Right. I thought it was Joe Pesci. I couldn't believe it. And then they look at it, and it's this fucking jabroni. I was like, what the Yeah, it's fuck? a dweeb. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one was me? The guy before or after, Jay? Joe Pesci. Okay, Joe Pesci. just making sure. You said um, I want to know why he didn't just go around him. You got the whole fucking desert. Why don't you just drive around the guy? Yeah, right. You're you wanted yeah, yeah. to extort him for money, man. Although, why does money matter in this stage of the game? But apparently it still does. Yeah, he's, he's going to go into those run-down towns and buy some. <laughs> he um, tells him off. Reggie walks over to the car, and suddenly the guy lost his spine. And he's like a mumbling dweeb, which is really an odd transition for a human being. It, it, like, why didn't he have the confidence? But I guess he didn't have it because the car started sputtering out. So he said, well, I can't get away from this guy. Starts beating the shit out of me. So he, he, he just, like, backed down. But he still was an asshole enough to ask for money and shit to, in the middle of a desert, 50 bucks to drive you out of here. So it was pretty cool because Reggie goes, oh, I had a car just like this. And I had a, uh, I don't know what kind of gun he named, but he said it's right here. So he lifts the middle console. It's not there. He kicks the glove compartment. He goes, oh, wait, it's right here. He puts the gun to the guy's head. He goes, now get the fuck out of my car. Like that right there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to like this movie. So uh, Dave gets his classic balls kill right after that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dave gets it about 50 more times, but okay, let's just talk about the first one. So the ball comes, it drills in the back of the car robber's head. He goes down, and Reggie I thought that was has... nice. Yeah. It, it got odd once we saw the sixth one, but okay. Which number was the horse? Uh, four. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the horse! <laughs> I never laughed so hard in fucking so long. <laughs> now, what what was the more what was the strangest horse scene in a horror movie? When the tall man's balls hit his head and drilled it out. Or now, are you guys gonna guess what I'm gonna say next? Yeah, the ring. Wow, you remember that? It's hysterical. It's another hysterical fucking scene involving a horse. Of course, I remember. You mean when the horse jumps off the ferry? Yeah. That's the only part of the ring that affected me. Wow. When I yeah, I mean that's the only thing that got me in that movie when I saw it in the theater. When that horse jumped over the side, I actually cried and that was the only thing and before that I gasped. I was just like, "Oh!" And then like I cried. I mean, I wasn't sitting there bawling like it was Lion King or something, but you know. Um 
It made no sense. That's why I laugh. But in ret- now when I watch it, it's not funny. But the first time I saw it, I-, I was cracking up because it just made no sense at all. Why a horse would go buck wild and jump off the fucking boat, you know? Oh, you guys are going to kill me. Back then, I don't know when that movie came out, like 2002 or, or uh, 4 or 5. Th- there was this option on the VCR where you could press a button, A and B, and it would actually just keep on replaying what was between those two when you pressed it. Yeah. And I watched that horse flip over and fall about 30 times in a row. And by the time all of us in the room were on the sixth time, we were on our backs on the floor in tears. I'm sorry, (laughs) Jamie. No, I don't care. It doesn't affect me that way now. Um, It's just what I saw it the first time. (laughs) It is hilarious. It is, it is. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you. I thought you might mention the uh, zombie riding the horse in Survival of the Dead. Yeah, that, that was pretty ridiculous. But uh, I, I was spared of that movie. <laughs> hey, I love that. <laughs> so, um, so almost immediately after this whole fiasco in the desert, Reggie like gasps and wakes up, and Mike uh, is back in the movie, and he is wheeling Reggie around in a wheelchair in a home where people like with dementia go to because Reggie has dementia it is what they're telling us uh, as soon as this scene hit guys are, was it jarring to you to see Reggie that old looking because I couldn't figure this out so maybe you could help me did they make Reggie look old or did they make him look young I said the same thing, and Brian huh? said maybe it was a little bit of both. And I said, okay, maybe. I said, okay, maybe. That that would probably work. But I said exactly the same thing, because I could not decide, does he really look that old, and they made him look young? Or does he really look that young, and they made him look that old? I don't know. Um, and during that looked, scene... I don't think he looked old at all. I remember looking at him saying, he looks way too young to have dementia. That's what I was thinking. He looked like he was like in his fucking... 50s. Yeah, I was like, he doesn't look old enough to be fucking having dementia. That's the first thought I got on my Oh, damn. well, no about dementia. I'm just saying how old he looks. Like, I don't know if that coincides. Well, the guy's 60. How fucking, of course he's supposed to look older. I mean, is he what? 60? Well, think, part one was in 79. How could he not be 60? I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I'm just going by that. So I looked at him, and but I saw him in the wheelchair. I'm like, man, I'm surprised they didn't try to make him look older if they're going with this dementia routine. But, I mean, you don't have to be old to get dementia. That That's asinine to say. It's just what I'm used to seeing. That's all. It's just, you know? But I'm sure they gave him makeup, yeah. Well, during that scene, it was funny because uh, we're sitting there, and, you know, it pops back to him and Mike, and, and Brian's like, oh, they got Jody back. And I was like, that's Mike. And he's like, what? <laughs> How what? is he so old? And I'm like, baby, it's been 37 years. You know? Yeah, Mike looks old too. I didn't think he looked that old, and I didn't think he looked no. all that different from how he did in, in four. You know, four. That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. And so, a couple more crow's feet in there. Well, yeah, but well, he's yeah. still the same guy. Yeah, I know, I'm just kidding. He has glasses. <laughs> now he has glasses. Yeah, that either he got smarter or older. No, I'm just kidding. That's it's an old. You know, you know, people say you look smart with glasses on. Yeah, I got. It. Okay, <laughs> it just wasn't. Ha ha. <laughs> How is it that Reggie gets so much older yet he never seems to? In in all the thirty years, he never lost his hair beyond where he lost it in 1979. 
he still has the skull. Oh, by the way, guys, just I know a lot of people are curious. Yes, we are all still sporting our skulls. We have not grown them in as of yet. Uh, we've been keep we kept we keep buzzing off the top until we are completely done with this retrospective. And as soon as we're done, we're gonna let the top grow out. So just yeah, every, yeah. I ran into my stylist the other day mm -hmm. in town, and she is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "What the hell did you do?" I'm like, "Well, there's a reason I haven't been to see you in a while." Right. Uh, <laughs> I've been making the most of it, actually. Oh yeah, what are you doing? We're running around in red and yellow. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> no, I've been doing stuff with my wife, you know, in the bedroom involving it. So. Really. You know, there's always some ideas. Come on. Yeah, man. Oh, man. You got to fill me in so I can do this stuff. I will. Off camera. Off camera, I say. Off the air. Yeah. Hey, guys, stop looking at us. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Reggie. So, now, at this point, you know, as, as Dave mentioned, we have other theories at the end of this, I guess. But at this point, um, Reggie, what we're getting out of this is Reggie's now going to recap the movie for us. So, at this point, we're to believe that either Reggie is recapping a dream life he uh, went through, or he's going to recap, you know, in our minds, uh, as a viewer, we feel this is real, regardless of what is going on in this movie. So we think, uh, maybe I'm speaking for everybody and I shouldn't, but we think that Reggie's going to say what really happened, and then we're going to find out why the rest of the world thinks he just has dementia. Is that right? Is that how you guys felt? Honestly, when Mike said, tell me the story, I was like, I, <laughs> I thought, and he's like, from the beginning. And I'm like, oh, shit. Right? Because yeah, <laughs> I just knew he was going to go all the way back and tell the whole fucking story. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> so then he was like, it started when, and then, you know, it started where he started it, and I was like, oh, okay, I, I can deal with that. That's, that's I, Wow, Jamie. Wow. I was hoping he was going to go back to 70, actually. No, we just watched it. I didn't need that. I don't know, I'm a sucker for shit like that, I guess. I don't know, I like a good uh, recap. Yeah, I don't know, I'm weird like that. You know what, it was really a what-the-fuck moment for me, because through this whole series, especially recently, it's all, Mike is always told that it's all in your mind. It's all in your mind, fucking. Yeah, man. right? And now he does it to him. Yeah, now it's reversed. And I'm like, so now all this time, fucking, it's in Reggie's mind? I'm like, hold fuck. When he said that, I was thinking to myself the scene where he said, Mike, your brother didn't die uh, from a tall man. He died in a car accident. That's what went through my mind. So we thought the same thing. Yeah, and then it makes sense at the end because of the way it ends. I guess that's really what was the, that was what was at play here. It really was all in Reggie's mind. That's that's what I believe it is anyway. But that, that's what I wanted to think. I thought that yeah. would be cool if that were the resolution to everything. I just don't think it was. But uh, that's what I wanted it to be. But I, at the end, I didn't feel like that's what it actually was. But um. Although, did you guys notice at one point when he got up off the bench that Mike wasn't there? Well, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what happened to Mike? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's like he's talking to him on the bench, and then suddenly Reggie stands up, and then Mike's not there anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe, maybe this, uh, maybe it is. Maybe I kept going back and yeah. forth throughout the whole thing. 
was like, okay, he's crazy. Oh, okay, he's not crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's not crazy. He's crazier <laughs> than a shithouse rat. I, and I wanted <laughs> that to be what it was. I did. But then some things happened that I just can't really explain away with that because he wasn't present for it. Um, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that way. And then I was like, well, maybe there isn't a definitive explanation. Maybe you just do whatever you want with it, which has pretty much been the way this series has run the entire time. So, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out there for you guys. A brain teaser. I just, something just dawned on me. No, no pun intended. How about the girl's name is Dawn in one sequence and then her name is Jane. What were we supposed to get out of that? You know, we... We both know it happened, but what were we supposed to decipher? How do I know what? What do you mean? How do you? What do you mean that we know what happened? How do you know any of this should happen? What if the we watched it? It's a dream. That's what we get out of it. That's why it makes sense that it's all in his mind. And this is totally—they're totally pulling a Bates Motel. Hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I still think I still think that there is a case for alternate universes or alternate realities. Well, Mike explained that, right? Yeah. So are we supposed to take his thing as as we take Paul's explanation in Friday 2? When when Paul's given the fire camp story, we're obviously supposed to say... Fire camp? Fire camp. Campfire. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fire camp story. Wait, you guys want to all say that? <laughs> yeah. Did you say some shit like that a year ago today? Like fucking... You were talking about a pumpkin wash or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Last October, too. A pumpkin wash. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was a car wash, but you said it was a... So- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. A year ago today, guys. How about that? It all comes around. Full circle. Uh, so Paul's campfire story about Jason... <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what he was, t- <laughs> I like Jamie. Jamie loves when I screw up, boy. Let no, me tell you, no, no, no. her highlight is when jerk off messes up on the show. No, I, I, I just it's, think it's adorable when. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was just, and then that whole pumpkin wash thing. I forgot about that, and that's some funny shit. <laughs> so, like a car wash for your pumpkins. <laughs> when you're gonna go to the wash car with your pumpkin wash in the fire camp. <laughs> So yeah, so Paul's filling us in, and it's like he's he's doing exposition for us at that moment. Now, are we to assume that Mike is doing the exact same thing here? So, you know, because I mean, Dawn and Jane, and I'm in a bed, then I'm in a war zone, then I'm then I'm young and living the movie, and like, what are you know? Is this all different dimensions and shit? I mean, I, what are we doing here? It's weird because it doesn't even bother me. I, I still liked it. It's it's the tall man fucking with them. Like we said last show. Matter of fact, I listened to the last show today well, and I was like, wouldn't that be cool? With him, that means it's real. Well, yeah, maybe so. Maybe the tall man is fucking <laughs> with Reggie. But it's still all in Reggie's mind. But the tall man put it there. You know what I'm saying? Reggie is in his own personal hell, and we, we are along for the ride with him. And the tall man, you know, shows up now and again. And he actually kind of explained it to him that fucking uh, every tall man needs a toy. And that, you know, so he's just fucking with him the whole movie. And we're getting Reggie's perspective. So that in a way, it is kind of a downer ending, like we said last show. Maybe that's what happened here. Everyone's in a different little hell of the tall man's, you know? 
Well, it's weird. Even even when Reggie was recapping his story, how was he able to tell us what went on while he was sleeping? Because there's a scene when he's sleeping, and then you see the sphere hovering over him. And you're like, well, how would he know that to tell that in the story? But then, so, but it's even, even the more strange thing is you say to yourself, well, why doesn't it just drill into his head while he's sleeping? I mean, it got in, it, it opened the front door, I guess, or whatever, and it got in his house. So <laughs> if, if it's that close to him, why is it not just killing him? And that's exactly what Brian said. It's a toy. That's why, because that's what he said. Yeah, we found out. He answered it. Once he likes to fuck with them. That's all there is to it. So if he's fucking with people, that means he's real. Okay, there. Thank you. So there you go. That's the other theory. It is real, and the tall. This is Reggie's hell. That's what this whole thing is. That the. Well, doesn't the tall man actually say that? Doesn't he say something yeah. uh, that you know they're they're both in each other's hells or something like that? Or. Yeah, and he says you're my bad dream or something. He said, which is pretty fucked up. I think we should watch this again. Let's just turn this off. Let's come back tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, one might say we're in it together, he told him, too. You know? And... uh, But why would Reggie go to hell? Like, wouldn't wouldn't you think there'd be some kind of characters? I mean, then again, he is an ice cream man. He could have been a child molester. Like, we don't even know. Oh, man, that brings me to my favorite line of the whole movie is where Reggie is talking about how the tall man took his friends and his (laughs) job. He took his job. job. I'm like, your job as an ice cream man? (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Are you serious? He took your amazing... You you spent years trying to get to that position, and you finally got to the ice cream guy, and he took it away from you? Yeah. Yeah, But then he's also not loyal to his family, but, you know, he is to his friends. He fuck his wife and his daughter, but uh, I want my friends back. (laughs) <laughs> no, in, in his defense, he does say, uh, I, I, I don't need you bringing back a bunch of mumbling zombies. Uh, he, he did kind of justify in, in implying that if if he brought them, them back, they wouldn't be them. They'd be zombies of sorts. Yeah, but then he chose. He goes, well, how about just Mike and Jody then? Why wouldn't he say, well, how about just... just because he just feels they're, in a, they're at a different level in this. They're not like regular dead people... They're in it. They're on the inside track here. So he knows they could come back normal, I guess. Mm. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, that would... Uh, to me, it makes sense. They seem... I don't know. <laughs> like, like, they seem to be in a more fine line of, you know, the whole thing than just the victims of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Or does that make not make sense? I don't know. I don't know the difference. It's just... What I got out of that scene is that he mentioned his friends and his family both being killed by him. And then he said, I want them all back. And he says, no, you can't. And then he goes, well, how about just my friends? That's basically what I got out of it. And I think Jamie did too. Yeah, that's like me saying, oh, my wife again. Well, how about the guys from Banana Laser? Can you just bring them back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, yeah, fuck my kid. I want some chicken, buddy. I want to be hot as leather. <laughs> Dave, hot as leather. Remember when they said that? At the end of the jam session, they said, hot as leather. Hot as leather. <laughs> that's us. Was it say at the very end, that's us or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Dave is amazing. <laughs> okay, so, so how about this? This fucking retard. Reggie is a 
fucking retard. What? If I, if I could say this, Eddie, if I could get on a microphone or a, a, a megaphone, I would. I was going to say, you are on a mic. I know, I know. <laughs> if I could get a megaphone, I would scream this to the mountains. Fucking Jimmy, the mouth of the South Art over here. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Is he a fucking retard? Eddie's a retard! What? I'll ask you guys. Let's see how stupid he is. What did he do in this fucking movie that he should have learned his lesson from the last fucking movie with chicks? Again? What did he do again? What did he do twice that made his penis dry for the rest of the night? Um. Oh, he opened his big fucking mouth. Right. We just got. Didn't we just go over this? Do we have to say this again? Uh, no, we don't. If they don't know by now, fuck them. How many, how many? No. Ugh. No, man. The game is to be to- is to be sold, not told. Be cool. <laughs> you don't bring up your corny shit about your weirdo self. You do not talk about the tall man when you're about to bang some broad. Shut up. Can't help himself. And did you did you guys realize that little callback when he had the guitar and he had to play it on in front of the fireplace? Oh yeah, how about that? Uh, totally. I noticed it when I read your notes. Oh, you did see my peaky notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said you got to peek at those fuckers. Yeah. Dave goes, look at my notes for this one. Well, I'm gonna spoil all your jokes. By the way, go ahead, say them all. Uh, wait, what was one of them? Uh, oh, <laughs> hang, uh, hang to the left. Hang to the left. <laughs> a little to the left, I guess. Yeah, a little to the left, to the left. Put your dick in a box to the left. <laughs> While Reggie does not get laid once again, so he's losing his game because he's obsessed with some tall guy, uh, he gets... Uh, so, by the way, so he doesn't bang this chick. No, he, he, he instead he goes to bed dreaming about the tall guy that he he cannot stop talking about. So, uh, it's almost like Loomis with Michael Myers, in a way. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he's, like, obsessed with this guy. Uh, he's like, Jesus, if we weren't so tall, we could 69, and it wouldn't be uncomfortable. Uh, so, so he dreams about the tall man, and we finally get Angus Grimm in the movie. I am going to say this with no reservations. I think Angus Grimm is better in this movie than any of the other Phantasm. Oh, wow. I liked him more here than ever. I felt I really got a taste of his character. I felt I got a taste of the development. And, you know, it's weird. It it seems it almost lowered him in a way because he spoke like a regular person in a way. But it was more personal in a way. I enjoyed Angus Grimm more here. The, the tall man's character really was completely fleshed out here, and I actually enjoyed every single one of his scenes way more than I ever was impacted before. Am I crazy? I do really like the way he interacted, the way he actually had real conversations, mm-hmm. you know, and said things other than, it's not over, you know, it's right. never over, or boy. I mean, he, <laughs> you know, he actually had real conversations, and... I thought that was a nice thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I got to say, the first time we saw him and he's in the bed, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I was afraid that that was because I know that Angus was really, really old and sick by the time that, you know, at the point he'd gotten to the point at conventions where he was basically in a wheelchair all the time or sitting down all the time. Oh, like he just, man. He couldn't. 
stand up for very long at a time. So hmm. I was like, oh, no, are they is this what the tall man is relegated to? Like, are we going to get pretty much this for the entire film? And, you know, he was up and about later on. So that was good. But, um, yeah, I, I, I felt there was a realness to him that we haven't really gotten before. Yeah. You know, I mean, we got he he kind of tore down the wall of of mystery and said, "Look, uh, we're at the end of the rope here with this shit. I'm gonna let you guys know what's really happening." And and it's weird he he treated Reggie as if he was somewhat important and had some kind of power of some. He had sort of a mutual respect. Yeah. And um, it was it's kind of like uh, well, I always appreciate it any time a villain has respect for their adversary. Um, I, I just think that's cool, you know, and I, I feel like that was there, you know, like, I feel like Reggie had earned his, uh, his admiration, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, unfortunately, uh, Dawn gets drilled, but not by Reggie. She gets drilled by one of the balls. Uh, so Dave Z is uh, happy as a pig and horse shit to see another person get spiked and drilled out. Right, Dave? Mm, yeah, bring them on, man. Absolutely. Bring those balls. Spears. They're spears. Spears. Oh, spear. <laughs> you mean sphere. Spears, yeah. In this whole sequence, those spheres look faker than ever. It, they are just... It couldn't be a cheaper CGI if you tried. Oh, they're good. They're good. Believe me. There's there's a lot of shit. Oh, yeah, I guess, the, yeah. Like the birds or whatever that is. Oh, dude, tons. Just watch any of those fucking sci-fi movies or, dude, yeah. there's, or any asylum movie or shit like that. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't watch them. I just see bits and pieces. That's that's enough for me. To know. I'm, I'm not going to watch them. Well, at this point, it goes overkill with this whole ball dr sphere drilling head thing. Like, like we said, it gets the horse, it gets the farm hand. I mean, it, and it supposedly circles around and just kills all their animals. It kills the daily pig. It kills a goat. I don't know. <laughs> it just never stops. So, uh, so Mike, they're back on the bench, and Mike knows nothing about any of this. I am bewildered at this point. I don't know. You know, Mike was always the one spouting off about the tall man and everybody else oh your brother didn't die by that he died in a car accident and now it's it's completely reversed i'm just like i don't know i don't know what is happening despite what i said in the, like the last two reviews i actually am now embracing reggie as the main character i actually Somehow, throughout this whole journey, he won me over, and I am all for him being the main character now. Because remember how I always felt like, why aren't Mike and Jody the main character all suddenly? Because, you know, Reggie was just their friend in the first movie. As soon as I, I became okay with Reggie being the main character, suddenly they perfectly integrate Mike into this movie when he stops being a douche on a bench telling Reggie he's crazy, and instead Mike is fighting the battle. Then it, it's seamless. The two of them are a great combination in this movie, right? I mean, did you not feel totally fulfilled that having them come together and do this together after... Uh... I did. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was cool. I've always been a big fan of Mike, though, is the thing, and which is one reason I was never that crazy about part two. 
it also is part of the reason that, I mean, I feel his absence whenever he's not around very much. I was going to be, I was getting kind of sad that the only thing we were seeing of him was him sitting on this bench, but. Yeah, right. If you thought that would be it. Yeah, it is kind of yeah. depressing. But then when he got, you know, more into the story and, and it was, it was like they were side by side again. I was very, very happy. How odd is it that they took the time to to dye Reggie's hair back and forth, but they wouldn't do that for the tall man in the last movie? Thank you. (laughs) We had that big, long conversation about it. It still stands. Yeah. Oh, I stand by that, yeah. Uh, And the tall man's hair is actually completely different. It's like uh, he cut it now. Mm Mm-hmm. He has a more modern-day haircut. Yeah, like like a guy who's like a an overlord of a galactic dimensional thing. He actually wonders about how long his hair should. Like, okay, uh, this time uh, take about three inches off the back. You know, like why would he change his hairstyle? Right? Like, <laughs> how weird is that? Like, well, I, it's I, it's weird anyway because if you know you know how many old men do you know that still wear the same hairstyle they had in 1956. <laughs> It's like it's like they pick a hairstyle when they're in their thirties, and then it just is that until they lose it or they die. Right. It's the same. Like Andy Griffith, same fucking haircut since (laughs) his whole life. My dad, same haircut his whole life. It's just they finally settle on one their grown up haircut, and then that's it. And then it becomes like desperate, like they're trying to hold on to when they were thirty. Yeah, like Donald Trump. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother story. The blonde bitch in the morgue comes back, and that's who stabbed Reggie in the stomach and killed him. And it's odd to me that why would you show that? Because Reggie died and just mysteriously came back in part three. Why are you showing... Or or I think it was at part one that she did that. Why are you showing us an inconsistency? Why is that an incons? Why is that inc- an inconsistency? Because Reggie died in every movie until you got to the last few, and then I guess they realized, well, we kind of like this guy. Let's keep bringing him back, but he technically died. Because it's a, it's a dream. That's why. That's why. That's further <laughs> proof. That's further proof. All that shit can happen in a dream. So, yeah, yes, because Reggie. So. Uh... Uh, so now Dawn is Jane, like we said, and now she's with a midget. I like how he, this, this midget is, is the most obnoxious pseudo hero you could ever, uh, stuff into a movie. Like, this midget acts like he's better than Reggie somehow, and in, in, in reality, he's, he's half the man Reggie is. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 seriously, though. He is like, our joke is baldy and skullet. Like, where does he come off saying this shit? And and why does he keep talking down to Reggie when Reggie is supposed to be this fucking badass? Like, we all know that. So it would almost be like somebody coming into one of our favorite movies of, like, I, I don't know who like you are. shit-talking Tom Atkins? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And calling him, hey... Hey, hey, drunko, hey, asshole, hey, fucking alcoholic over here. And we're like, wait, why are you talking to our guy like that? And why is he putting up with this? Why doesn't he just punt this asshole across the room? I don't understand where, what this is all about, why we're downplaying Reggie in a movie where he's arguably more badass than, than usual. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, to be honest, this is the part where I kind of wasn't there. I wasn't paying attention to a whole lot of what he said. I did notice that I thought the little midget was cute. Like, not puppy dog cute. Like, I thought he was actually, like, good looking. I think I referred to him as, as ruggedly handsome. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did. I thought he was cute. Then beyond that, I just kind of didn't care. So, <laughs> I mean, I was kind of in and out. I did. I had a I had a gist of what was going on. Like, I knew what was happening overall, but I wasn't paying attention to the minutia of their conversation. Mm. Well, see, one interesting aspect is that that midget actually speaks to our podcasts and some uh, Reggie mentioned something about how nothing makes any sense and everything's confusing. And then the midget has a Montgomery moment and he says, deal with it. <laughs> he did. You're right. <laughs> he says, just suck it up and deal with it. So he's kind of speaking to us by saying, listen, this, this is all wacky and it's supposed to be trippy. You idiots deal with it. Just, just ride the wave, man. You're not supposed to know. I don't think anybody knows what the fuck. I don't think Reggie or Mike or anybody, they seem like they're in control. They seem like they understand. They seem like they know what their mission is. But, you know, what does that mean? They're just here in the moment and they're reacting at that second. Well, their mission has been exactly the same for 37 years. Their mission is (laughs) traveling around trying to kill the tall man ineffectually. So, um... They know what it is. They just have not been able to accomplish it. It's been the same thing over and over and over again. It is odd. It really is odd. Where It's funny. We we kind of mentioned the last two movies, there's no forward progress here. But in, in the reality of all this, there is no progress whatsoever from the first minute of the first movie to the last minute of this one. I mean... There really, no, there isn't. And I said that when we're watching this movie, I mean, you get a little bit of closure, I guess, at the end, and then it depends on which way you want to look at it and et cetera. But really nothing more has actually happened. Right. In any of the movie. It's just entertain yourself and shut up. And that's all, (laughs) you know, yeah. So Mike says Reggie's been on ice for a decade ever since they blew the tall man up at the desert. So when Mike made his mind, which he apparently has no more mind powers in this movie, he made his mind blow up a hearse next to the tall man ever since like that moment or around that time, Reggie has been in that thing with the things around his head strapped down to a table. Right, right, right. That would actually have made sense in the context of a normal film. This, yeah. So sure. why would Reggie be on ice? What does that even mean? Didn't he... What did he do at the end of the last movie? Didn't they just all drive away together? Yeah, and I thought it was something like that. Yeah, and then, then they showed them driving. Yeah, yeah, they drove away twice. They showed the flashback, and then they showed the other one. So they were driving away. So he shouldn't have been on ice, because did something bad happen to him? I don't remember that. I don't know. I don't remember. Either way, he was. He was on ice, I guess. <laughs> they they, they, uh, they put him in the frozen carbonite, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he, you know, Reggie seems to be the only guy who's sentimental about any of this. And he's like, it's really great to see you again, man. God, it's like old times, blah, blah, to Mike. And he keeps on, go- like, gushing, which is nice. But Mike's not having it hardly. And he's like, yeah, you too, man. And uh, so he goes, it's great to be home, Mike. And he goes, you know, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's not really our home anymore. It's his. And then you get 
awesome. That shit was great. It was great, and then they opened the doors, and I loved it, however... All of it I loved. I didn't care about the, 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 CD, the CG being a little shoddy like. That's what I was gonna, yeah. Was gonna I don't even care. It was, the whole, the concept of it was fucking great. The big giant spears and the fucking... Oh, that was amazing. All that shit out there. Granted, it didn't look great. It kind of, some of it looked like video. I felt like I was watching a, a video game, like a PS4 game, like an intro to a game or something. But I, I, I pushed that aside and enjoyed what they were doing with it. Just the fact that... Yeah, I actually like that too. Um, oh, one effect that I actually enjoyed quite a bit was um, when they were when he was talking about the plague where people's heads swelled until they exploded oh, and yeah, then the, oh, guy's yeah. Head, yeah. the guy's head explodes. I yeah. actually liked that. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't think it was really necessary. I think kind of big balls taken over is enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't really feel like you needed to add a plague on top of all that. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, was, what was that all about? I did like that whole part at the end, and I agree. It looked a little wonky, but I liked the idea that, like, he's stepping out into this, like, oh, shit. You know, and and that you see like other people in the street fight, and uh, you know this is like an an all over thing. You know, yeah, the balls are taking down the building, taking over the world. I that was that cool. Was cool. Mm-hmm. Very. As I was watching this, I was so into it. Um, they mentioned 1979 at some point, and it occurred to me, isn't it so great? Well, I know it's not exactly the same for you guys, but maybe it's just great for me, I guess. I got lucky with this one. This has all been going on for 37 years, and I didn't have to wait for any of it. Like, I never had to wait 18 years for the next movie. I never... <laughs> I never <laughs> right! It's It's been a great month. Absolutely, man. I'm with you. Everything, just watching them all right now, the fact that we're doing the retro now, and that... You know, I didn't remember three. I only saw it once, but then I watched three, then I watched four, and now right. it's five right in a row. It was great. I, I was so – I didn't question anything about my enjoyment until tonight because a lot of the observations are making me more confused. But as I was watching the movie, I was just accepting it, and I really wasn't that confused. You know? Thinking about it now, like all the stuff you're bringing up is, is kind of – it has my head spinning a little bit, but – as I'm watching the film, it didn't happen at all. I was just along for the ride. Like, I have been pretty much the whole way. I'm just glad you guys enjoyed the series as much as you did. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. I, I want to thank um, everybody for voting on this. And, you know, uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, you Both of you don't know this, but believe it or not, this has been the most sought-after retrospective for years on the Skeleton Crew. It's like famously known for everybody always asking us to do Phantasm. Like, you wouldn't really believe how many people have asked this. Um, I got emails all the time about people asking us to do this. Uh, it's And it's weird because <laughs> I did something really weird. There's this guy. His name is uh, Heath Berkheimer. He wrote an email to me called Phantasm Films on September 26, 2015. And he was asking me about, do you guys think you'll ever do this? He was one of the like the more, more recent people or the ones I at least have saved on, on some level, I guess, because it's on my email. I didn't delete it. And one year later, I was able to write to him. I responded and wrote, hey, dude, so we decided to do that. 
<laughs> you know, it was like kind of funny to write that like a year later. And he was like, oh, cool, man. Hope all is well. Yeah, I'll check. I'll definitely check it out. Or else he knew about it. I guess he's still listening. But yeah, this is a. a everybody wanted us to always cover Phantasm. And it's like I said, it's one of those things that are swept under the rug. And I'm really glad that uh, it's it's been put in the forefront. And as I was watching this movie, God, I got so fanboy with it. And I said, man, I want to watch all of these again. I was thinking, hopefully, I'll understand them better. Or, you know, things like that, or I'll, I'll read up on them on the IMDb shit, and then I'll watch them with that knowledge and that kind of stuff. Yeah, Jamie, uh, I'm thrilled that Dave and I have had such a great time, and I know you're more hit or miss and half this and half that, but I think you haven't seemed down on the series as a whole. I think you enjoy it for the most part, I guess, right? No, I do. I really do. Um, the only one I was really down on like really really was this one and I mean the more we talked about it the more I remember the things that I actually did like about it uh, I really like the beginning I really like the end it was mainly just the middle there that lost me with Dawn lost me hardcore but um <laughs> I'm gonna make a sandwich I would like to watch it again and give it another shot because I think I should oh yeah yeah, why not? No doubt, man. I didn't mean to sound so grumpy in the beginning, but, <laughs> but um, I, mean, I know I came off super grumpy. I don't know. I mean, the fact is I really didn't. I, I wasn't excited about watching it. I didn't think we needed it. Yeah, you said that. I, you know, that's all true. I, I just, I, I didn't want to. I didn't, I didn't want it. I think, I mean, I was done with this. I, I enjoy the series, but I was happy to be done with it, you know? Just like with Terminator, for instance, I don't need them to keep making Terminators. I need them to stop making Terminators <laughs> is what I need them to do. Yeah, part two is perfect. Yeah, leave it. Stop it. Quit. I don't want any more. So now we're at the end of the movie. Here is the most baffling moment of my life. I do not understand this, and I, I take umbrage with the choice here. It is, I think, disrespectful. I think it's totally out of place and totally, like, out of left field. And it, it nothing about this even, it doesn't connect at all. It, it's, it should not have happened at all. Uh, I'll explain. Okay. We get to the end where they're in this, like, uh, red world or whatever. Tall man literally explains to these two that there are hundreds of thousands of him even if you shoot me right now, all you'll be doing is killing a skin bag, or bag of skin, whatever he calls it. You're, it's a waste. You can't do anything. Okay. Now, a zillion things go wrong after that moment. Well, not a zillion. I guess uh, well, one major. After saying that, a midget runs over to him, pulling grenade clips off of his body jumps on Tall Man and blows him up. The two things that went through my mind are, number one, I guess you did not hear, you were you were daydreaming or something, when he just... <laughs> That's what I said! <laughs> yeah. He, he just got, like, what were you thinking? Were you listening to something? Like, were you had your headphones on? Oh, he, he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, you were not paying attention. He just told you, no matter what you physically do to him, it means nothing. So why would you kill yourself 
in order to kill his one of a hundred thousand bodies. Well, why does he have? Why does he have to believe him? He might be bullshitting him. Well, well, here's the thing. We know that that's true, though. Well, yeah, we do, but that fucking little guy didn't. Isn't he like best buddies with Mike? Wouldn't Mike have told him this? In all this time they've been together fighting this war. Or are you going to sacrifice yourself on the off chance that he could be lying? Right. I would think he would be lying. Then why, why it, would that make what sense? What does it matter to you if you're dead? Like if you just blew yourself up, then nothing. And then it doesn't matter if he's lying or not because you're fucking dead. You don't care. Yeah. You. If you're gonna die, it better be for an absolute fact reason or, or or a fact of truth or something. You just don't do that. Like, oh well, he could be pulling my chain here. Well, yeah. Well, of course he would be pulling your chain. Wouldn't you say anything to prevent yourself from dying, especially if you're a lying asshole, an evil person, whatever, to begin with? Anybody would say that to, to, to save their skin. Oh, go ahead. Even if you kill me, it's, you're just, it, he's basically saying, don't bother killing me because it's just going to be a waste of your time. Why? You know what I'm saying? Why would you believe that? I would think he's full of shit, too. But Reggie and Mike would have went, they obviously have reason to believe it. They didn't dispute it or anything. They're just... They just kind of accept it, like, right, well, I guess so, because we've been doing this for 37 fucking years. Nothing. We were like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, if they would have done that, that would have been fucked up. But because the little guy did it, uh, I'm okay with it. Okay, okay, so here's my next problem. Not, so not only is he stupid, or like you said, just didn't believe him, whatever. Do you not think it's a little disrespectful that we've been taking a journey for 37 years with these characters... And the big ta-da grand finale ending is some asshole disrespectful midget that just appears in the last 40 minutes of a film. He gets the credit of taking down the tall man? That, that would be like Tommy Jarvis battling Jason for five movies in a row. And then like uh, some smart-ass... Uh, new, like, like Justin Bieber comes in and then somehow kills Jason. And then and it actually ends there. Like, it, there's there's something wrong with this. Yeah, but he didn't take didn't, out the tall man. Well, no, but he, I, I mean, I see what you mean. Like, the big moment. Um, I didn't like the, the fact that at the end of the film, like, at the very, very end, we spend the majority of the time with him and part three chick at Rocky. Um, and, and why do we care that he, he can't control his sexual... He's preoccupied with sex the whole time. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't care about him wanting to grab her boob. Right. I don't care about... I don't I don't care about any of that. These are not the characters that, that, that need to be ending this film. And then, of course, when the car pulls up at the rendezvous, there's Reggie. He gets one line. They jump in the car. You know, and then that's it. And I'm like, seriously, this is your you spent the majority of the end of this film with these two assholes. I don't right. care. And and then we're supposed to be, again, thrilled that Jody's back. And and apparently he's now trustworthy, which he was just not a, a, a movie ago. I'm just completely confused here. And uh, to the point where it's an almost unsatisfied type of confused. And like you said, so. Wait, we just got done with this emotional scene where Reggie apparently died on some level, and these two were holding his hand, and, and that was very actually emotional. And uh, I I guess I'm not... I didn't get broken up over it or, or even, like, choked up because 
Although I like all these guys, I, I'm not emotionally attached at this point. So it didn't do that to me, but I could see how it would to other people. But once that's done, we're going to goof around with a, a midget with one hand grabbing a, a random character from a, two movies ago's tits and listen to him uh, negotiate a, a sexual relationship or some kind of relationship. Like, well, there's no one else around. I, I guess I could, I guess you'll do for now. Like, what, what are, what are we doing? Like, what, is this the end? And and at that yeah. point, the, the credits already hit, so you know it's the fucking end. You know what it feels like? It feels like they're trying, like in any other series, if you didn't know this was the end, you would feel like they were trying to set up new characters to continue a series. That's what I thought, and that's why in the beginning of this I said, this is the end, right, guys? Because I, I, was, I was wondering if one of you were going to say, like, well, I don't know, the way they fucking ended this thing, who God only knows what they have in store for the next thing. Right, and they better fucking not. I mean, that would just be, that would be, no, you can't do that. Um, but that is what it felt like. You know, it felt like an attempt. And I'm, stop it. Don't, what are you doing? You know, um, we don't, we don't care about these people. <laughs> right, yeah. It, uh, get ready for the adventures of uh, Rocky and the Midget. No. You know, like the only reason we're putting up with Phantasm Five is because Angus Grimm died. If if he did not die, I'd actually wonder why we're doing this. And I would have wondered if he was alive today, probably. But since he died, it actually kind of puts some kind of like monumental, uh, some kind of uh, closure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like him dying really makes us feel like, wow, we're lucky enough to get this one last movie. But. But no, I mean, if he was alive and, th and then that's how it ended, I'd be like, are these jackoffs going to fight him now? I don't want to see that. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Yeah, so I don't know. Dave, how do you feel about that entire... I, I, apparently you're okay with the midget because you said he, his thought process is legit. But beyond that, what do you think? What, did that, that... You think that that took out... The tall man? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, why did you say it didn't? What did I blink my eyes at? Did he, is the tall man alive still? Well, I mean, he said you can't kill me. There's a hundred, about hundreds of thousands or whatever, what, you know. Yeah, he says you can't kill me. And he says, you know, freaking that's that's my subject and all that other shit. You know, uh, it's, you're not even real. You're my bad dream. It's just it's. It's taking it to another level. It's all, you know, I don't know if the tall, if you look at it all as a dream, which it very well, very well may be all Reggie's dream, then none of it really matters anyway. So what's the difference? That's what I'm saying. Because of that conclusion that we get to with Reggie and showing him in bed and, and flatlining and all that other stuff. Well, I mean, what else are we supposed to think? I don't know. I really... It's another thing where I enjoyed it, but I don't know what's going on. So what, Reggie dreamed up this Rocky and Midget interaction? Yeah, because why would they be together? Rocky hasn't been seen since part three. And by the way, she looks so much better now than she did in the 90s. I don't yes, know how. she does. Right? Yes, she does. Wow, I couldn't believe it. Like, holy shit, yeah. So she got better with age. Wow, you know? Yeah, I give her a poke. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's true as far as like what, you know, where 
but she hasn't been around, so why would they be together? Yeah. Except, except, why would he be? Imagine, dude. I don't know. I don't wanted know. to put it. You know what it is? Instead of ending it on just a sour note of, you know, him being in the bed and that whole thing with Jody, and that's it. They wanted to just go out with one more little action sequence battle. Like the battle is never really going to end, even though. It kind of has. I mean, depending on what you want to believe. That's what I think that that was just kind of like an an after credits nod. Like, okay, let's do this for fun. It's like, you know, Ash saying groovy at the end of the Evil Dead remake or something. It's just something for fun. And let's have them guys battling when the credits roll. That You know what I mean? That That's how I look. I, don't, I didn't think too deeply about it because you really can't think too deeply about anything after part one in the series. So why pick on this movie? It's just, you know, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I can see that. It's Reggie. It's all, it's all in Reggie's head. For years, we've been told that it's all in Mike's head. But they, they you know, they flipped us on on our asses and said, oh, it's actually all been in Reggie's head. And I think that's what the fans wanted because, like, we, we discussed it before. Everybody's Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Nobody gives a shit about Mike. Everybody's always talking about Reggie. So I think this was for the fans. That let's make it all about Reggie again. And ultimately, it was. Something, they just did everything right with Reggie. Even though Jamie don't think so, you know, the whole thing with uh, Dawn and all that stuff. But I I was on board, you know, I was actually wondering if he's going to get laid and stuff. And I, I didn't think the execution was as well. Like, the way she, like, it was so instantaneous. Like, as soon as he gets to her house, he's proposing her for sex. And she's like, dude, I don't uh, know. And then, then he comes on, and then he come. I got, what I got was uh, that he was saying, oh, no, I'm not saying that. I was just saying I was going to write a song about him. And then she's like, okay. And then she leaves. And then he goes to write it. And it's all weird. He forgot her name. And then she comes back downstairs. She goes, hey, Reggie, you know what? On second thought or whatever she said, as if she was going to have sex with him. But he's sleeping. So I I think she could have woke him up by sucking his dick. But that's just that's what I think. <laughs> and you know what? To have Rocky and the little guy together, uh, they don't. it only makes sense that that would be in Reggie's mind. Because he knew the two of them. He knew them from his long extended dream, if you will, or whatever you want to call it. That's how I look at it. Uh, it it's, 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 it's one of those endings that, see, it's not as definitive as I thought. I remember Jason saying that there was a definitive ending and he was happy with it. So when the credits hit, like I said, I was like, what the fuck? It's not definitive. What, what happened here? Then, like I said, the next day, which was uh, yesterday, I thought I was, you know, at work and I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? It's actually kind of cool. It was, it was all in Reggie's head. That's freaking a great way to explain everything that's happened in the series that we've questioned. Now it's boom. It, it's explained away well, with something so simple. For what Alex mentioned in the very beginning is if it was all in, in Reggie's head, how is it still in his head after he's dead? Right. It's impossible. Well, that's... I mean, the dream, the dream, you know, if you will, I'm quoting, I'm, I'm using air quotes here, that... Well, I'm not actually because no one can see them, but, you know, <laughs> visualize mm. air quotes. The dream sequences are continue on after Reggie dies. So if that was all in his head, why are we still seeing this? Why is it still happening? Well, he's unless not really dead. Unless you're saying there's a there's perhaps a consciousness that continues on after death. I mean, which would kind of make sense as far as. Why would it matter if he were stealing dead bodies and turning them into midgets going all the way back to the very first movie? Um, 
why would that matter if there was no consciousness, if he wasn't doing anything harmful to a, a real person? So if your consciousness completely goes away once you die, then it doesn't matter what he does to your body. It doesn't matter that he turns you into a midget. Who cares? But so if perhaps this is so convoluted, but I mean, if perhaps what he's been saying the whole time is that once you're dead, your consciousness remains on some level, then perhaps it is possible that Reggie's <laughs> Reggie's dementia will continue after he dies. However, if he is saying that, then that means that that adds some validity to the story of the tall man. Because in order for that to be true, the whole midget thing would have to be a reality. <laughs> Wait, or, I think I just confused myself. <laughs> <laughs> or it's none of that shit. And death doesn't mean anything because it's, it's, it's one giant dream. It's one giant existence. It's like the tall man's hell, if you will. That's what Reggie is in. So if you believe in some type of yeah, thing, how could he control his hell though? What do you mean? That that's exactly what he does. This or is just a punishment. They're alternate universes, or alternate alternate realities. I like to you know that. at any given time, it's you know there all of these things are happening all at the same time. You know, and in one reality, um, her name is Jane. In one reality, her name is Dawn. You know. Right, I think there's a significance to that. I really think I touched on something that we're just not getting right now. But I think there is a point to that. I well, got I mean, it. That's, that's the theory it. I'm going with. That's what I I've actually settled into is that all of this is happening. It's all real. It's just Here. on different <sighs> levels. No, no, no. How about this? Reggie got killed at the end of Phantasm Part One, 1979. Remember we saw him die. That's when he really died. Then the tall man took over his whatever you want to call it, his mortal soul, whatever. And this is all him fucking with them for five more movies, four more movies. Then it makes perfect sense. We saw him die at the end of part one. Actually, that's not bad. I kind I kind of like that. Only, oh, okay. Maybe he didn't die. Maybe he was comatose and or invalid not in not invalid he was an invalid <laughs> <laughs> he's an, he an invalid <laughs> so jody and mike have been watching over him all this time yes and then he dies for real at the here ah fuck it i don't <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what happened and that bullshit at the end was just for fun that's all that so was. All, so all these other movies was him being locked in his own head. Yes. Uh, all these years. We should yep. do a return to Phantasm show in a while. I think what we should do is do all the research and like go through everything we could, any source we have, and put it all together. Take amazing notes, and then we can go over this as one big discussion. All in one, one giant week. show. Yeah. Just like yeah, just. <laughs> Cover the arc, cover the entire arc in one fell swoop. We just—that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> I think we, I think it needs it. I don't think it does. I think we've just figured it out. I think what I said about him getting killed at the end of one, and add Jamie's to it, and it's either one of those two. That's it. We got this, baby. We got this. <laughs> <by us. laughs> I honestly and I honestly think, and this has been the beauty of this series the entire time, is I really think it just doesn't matter. I mean, I think you can do with it whatever the f you want. Just, and, uh, just, 
doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Just, I mean, just see it however you want to see it, however makes you happy. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, this entire series has been nothing but ambiguity. See it how you want to see it. And then um, I think it's interesting to see what other people see. I, I have been fascinated by just talking to you guys about it and bouncing things off Brian when I'm watching it with him. And, you know, Mike Merriman, um, it, it just various people. It's that fascinates me to no end. You know, Gary Hill. I was like, by the way, Gary was extremely emotional when he watched this. He watched it three times in two days. What, this last one? Yeah. He was very emotional about this film. Like, it really, it really tugged at him. Interestingly, not the first time he saw it, but the second time he saw it. It hit him really hard emotionally. And I just think it's I think it's very fascinating to see how different people are taking this in. I love the fact that Matt was all about this movie. You know, like he seemed, he really enjoyed it. I just think that's super fascinating to me. Probably more fascinating than the film itself is talking to people about the film. Okay, definitely more fascinating than that. Because I'll tell you, I had more fun tonight than I did watching it. Oh, good. Well, hey, that's what the show... We're, we're here to reproduce uh, something that's already entertainment, and we're going to reproduce into another uh, another form of entertainment. So hopefully that, that worked out. R- real quick, just a side note. We talked about it earlier. I looked it up. Uh, the Lady in Lavender is, is what she's referred to, that chick that banged Mike and uh, Jody in the, in the uh, cemetery in part one. And uh, you saw her here, and Dave said, I don't know if it's the same chick, but yeah. It is it, it is exactly her. She was only in four movies, and three of them were Phantasm movies. You might not know it, but she was in Phantasm 3, and her role there was attending nurse. So let's keep an eye out next time we watch Phantasm 3. Yeah. I thought that was her. I mean, I thought that was the same chick. I, I, yeah, well... Not 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 from three, but I mean, it was a new. Oh, for this one, yeah. It was definitely the same lavender chick, and it's because that you could tell they were pulling everyone out of the woodwork for this one that they possibly could. You know, I mean, they pulled out Rocky, and that was kind of neat. That was a callback to fans of Part Three. You know, even though I didn't really care about her being in this movie, it was a neat. It was neat that they did it. Yeah, and how cool is it that Phantasm is, like, right now, remastered and being released on Sci-Fi tonight while we're, while we're recording this last one? Oh, I, I, you know what? Duh. It's not that crazy. It's all because of this movie. Here I am thinking, like, like a retrospective tied into all this stuff. No, it's, it's just the, the new movie. Okay. Never mind. We're not that important. <laughs> I thought we were for five seconds. So that's, okay, how do you rate this movie, Jamie, out of five? Mm. You could just use the words if it's easier for you. It's either like, really like, or <laughs> love. Oh, I noticed you didn't give me anything below that. It was like, you know, Uh-oh. You could say like it, really like it, or love it. Um, yeah. Those are your <laughs> you choices. That's all, like you, that's all you get. <laughs> oh, wow, you're going for a one or a two here? No, no, no. As it's stands right now until I watch it again and, and I will uh, this is just a three about it there was enough about it at the beginning and the end to make me actually like it in spite of the fact that I wanted to set myself on fire during the middle <laughs> so. 
Daisy? Ah, I am coming in. Ah. Coming in hot. <laughs> right? Uh, three, three and a half. 3.5. Wow. Another 3.5 for this series. Everything in this series is 3 or 3.5, except the first one, which is the 5. But. Well, just so you guys know, uh, on IMDb, this is getting a 5.6 so far. Uh, so people do not like it. Well, yeah, but for horror, that's not bad. Right, like you said. Type in True Friday story. the 13th and see what it's most, uh, most people that I've heard talk about this film do really like it. So Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I give this a 4 out of 5. Wow! Oh yeah, I really liked it. Nice. Easily, easily, really liked it. I, th- I, I, I don't like the end, uh, but after reading up on this movie and wa- rewatching, I might think differently. But yeah, um, that means uh, only meaning I'll like it more. But I can't imagine I'll ever raise this above four. I'll, it'll be—I don't think it'll ever be four point five or anything like that. But yeah, I really liked it, and I. I've had a great time watching 3, 4, and 5. Uh, it was definitely a big pickup from part 2. Once that once that ended, and uh, knowing everybody says that's their favorite, that's the famously favorite one, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's the best one, even though the, the guy's not really in it, and all that kind of stuff. I was like, ugh, where are we going with this? And I was pleasantly surprised. I'm very happy we did this, and it's great. So we're going to... Yeah, man. Yeah, it was great. It, it was really great. was. And you know what, Alex? Part two. Now you can watch part two with the knowledge that it's Reggie's dream, and then the first act is in all what-the-fuck moments now. Now it's like, oh, okay, that's a dream. Of course Reggie's in the graveyard for no reason now. <laughs> Tell hey, it also, hey, it could also explain why Mike looks different. <laughs> you know, because dream, dreams fuck with you. You know? <laughs> Do you know how many times that I'm with girls in dreams and they change throughout the dream? Yeah. It happens a lot to me. Like, I'll be bang- I'll even be banging them and stuff. And Why are you whispering? <laughs> he doesn't want his wife to hear. <laughs> yeah, she's in the next room. Yeah. And then they're different sometimes during sex and before and after. It's really weird. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with Dave's theory. All right, guys, so we'll be right back. We're going to rank all of these movies. There are five of them, clearly. So we're going to rank these in order of how much we like them. And uh, I don't think we're going to do all the award shit, like best kill. I mean, okay, ball hitting head, getting stuck in it and drilling it, and that's it. That's the best kill. Okay? What the fuck? So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, we're not going that far. We're not talking about our favorite, the hottest chick. We're not talking about that bullshit. So it's not that kind of thing. Nah, All right, guys. We didn't do that for Nightmare on Elm Street either, so. Yeah, we didn't. So I think we're just lazy at that point. <laughs> you know, we're so established. We, we, we have a license to kill. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with the rankings and wrapping this up. Hey. Hey, asshole. I'm listening to the Skeleton Crew. I want to crawl back under your fucking rock. See, I told you. I'm like a bunch of perverts. Happy Halloween, boneheads. I'm your old pal, Jerry Farrell. Woo!
Alright guys, that is the end of our Phantasm Retrospective. Wow, what a journey. Like I said, glad we did it. We are all happy we did it. Because we all, uh, for better or worse, uh, it was a good experience on this show. We uh, all ranked these movies in order of uh, least... Well, I guess we'll go... Okay, let's go... Let's go favorite to least favorite. Uh, Dave, how do you rank the Phantasm franchise? Okay, let's see What's your here. What's your favorite? And go less and less and less from there. Okay, let's see. One, five, two, four, three. Wow. Wow, three, really? Is that low? Well, it's not that low. I, it's they're all three. They're all three or three point five yeah. out of five. They're all I like in the same ballpark. That, I didn't see that coming at all. No, me neither. That was all screwed up for what I was expecting. Okay, <laughs> that's cool though. Wow, three at the bottom. Well, remember, three had a lot of boring shit in the middle. I thought two had the boring shit. Two did. I also. thought five had the boring shit. <laughs> <laughs> We all think differently. Who had boring shit in the middle? <laughs> now, wait. Didn't we all agree, though, that two had the boring shit in the middle? It did. It did. It definitely did. But the, the first act was dumb. It was confusing. The second act was, was boring. And the third act was amazing. Yeah. It's close. Like, two could easily... It's hard to say. Like, they're all so close except for one that yeah, they're all, like... You there with me like you know i ask me next weekend that might be different but that's just the way i, I spouted i'm off today i really gotta watch part two again apparently holy shit well the third <laughs> uh, yeah even that uh, i feel like i have to watch this now cool cool all right jamie one three four five two oh whoa 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 point dexter it's a little too fast for me do it again <laughs> I, have, I have to process this one okay Three, mm -hmm. four, five, okay. two. That's that's very good. One, three, four, five, two. Yay! Wow, wow we're exact. Yay! I expected you to bump five higher. Me too. You had a four. Holy shit! <laughs> but you, you know what though. You didn't go with your ratings, and I did. That's how I. That's how everything got placed the way it did. If I didn't, because I remember I gave I gave part two a three point five, and I gave uh, part three and part four threes. So I couldn't put them ahead. That's why I didn't. Truth be told, I don't remember what my ratings were for. I know Phantasm One was a five, and I know pretty much everyone else was like threes, and uh, was two like a two point five or. Yeah, something Was like that. it? I gotta tell you, if I the one I least want to watch is two. <laughs> so I rated it three point five, but I would rather watch three than two, even though I rated three a three. I don't know why, but looking back on it. That's why I think your thing is a little skewed. Can you do that again? Okay, let let me do it a different way. Yeah, think about it how you actually want to watch them. Okay. How I wanna watch them, huh? Um, okay, one five Three, four, two. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. There we go. See, I, I knew something was wrong with that, but you did it on a technical way, but now you're doing it with what you actually instinctual would rather watch. 
Yeah, that's exactly how I, I feel about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, scratch, scratch, scratch the other shit from the record. You can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was so confused. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it. Wow. Any? Do you guys have any words to say about this uh, journey in the Skeleton Crew's fourth season? Hot as leather. You know how he says that at the end? He goes, "We're hot as leather." After they had that jam session. Nope. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Definitely. Yeah. Fun. Good times. Well, Reggie, Mike, and Tall Man, and uh, Asshole, Loser, Waste of Space, Jody, we are going to be sad to not talk about you ever again. Uh, unless we do that recap. We might just make it a segment one day. Like, if I really just uh, get into this franchise, I might go to great lengths one day to read all of wikipedia read all of imdb get anything i can and and provide us all with more information more technical information that may uh, help us walk because we gave you the perspective of just you know regular people watching something we didn't we didn't go to other sources to uh give you a presentation we just gave you us so if you know, we do that, we could give you a whole nother you know, thing here. That may happen. It may not. We'll see. Uh, guys, so it uh, it is October, Halloween time. Always remember to check out the Banana Laser Halloween retrospective. That is as good as watching those movies, and it's something that you should make a tradition every October. Uh, the Skeleton Crew has plenty of shows that you can listen to every Halloween. The top ones are The Curse of Michael J., where he talks about his obsession with Halloween 6, The Tom Atkins Show, number 33, where we interview Tom Atkins, Dan Chalice himself. We did Halloween versus the remake show. That's another good one. And last year, we did what, guys? Like, um, wasn't it like... Uh, we didn't do Tales of Halloween, did we? Or Yeah, I think that's... The one, the one with Art the Clown. Or- oh, that was what do you call it? Part two, All Hallows Eve two. All Hallows Eve, yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Banana Laser did part two. I think Crew did part one. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we did. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So check that out. That was a good show, and uh, so uh, you got these. So, all right, guys. Well, time to go. This is long enough. This is longer than the movie itself, like Dave predicted. <laughs> Again, yeah. The long, the long crew. <laughs> Where were you with your stopwatch? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it next time. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Have a good night. And remember to keep your balls off of your head. It's a good, good plan. And chuck your spears. <laughs> <laughs> remember to chuck your spears in the direction of someone else. Now it really is over. Oh. <gasps> Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep, this show is dedicated to Angus Grimm. Good night. Oh, I'm gonna... Yeah, now.